Welcome to Leaving the Job, the premier financial podcast for firefighters. Hosted by Scott Osborne, a seasoned retirement coach at Patriot Wealth Planners and an esteemed 18-year Army veteran. This show responds to the unique challenges and opportunities that firefighters face in retirement planning. Each episode offers strategic advice, shares inspiring stories, and provides guidance to help you achieve a confident and secure retirement. Join us as we explore the path to a fulfilling retirement for those who've dedicated their lives to serving others. This is Leaving the Job with the Firefighter's Advisor, Scott Osborne. This is Leaving the Job, the premier financial podcast for firefighters with Scott Osborne, the Firefighter's Advisor at Patriot Wealth Planners. If you got some questions, need some help, find Scott online at retirefirefighter.com or call Osborne.com, whichever one works for you, retirefirefighter.com or call Osborne.com. Really excited to get into this new podcast with Scott. Looking forward to talking with him. He is a retirement coach, and he's going to be helping us here with these conversations. So we're going to jump in this week and get things started with a a simple getting to know Scott. A little bit about him, his business, uh, what he's hoping to accomplish with the podcast, and just what he's uh, involved in and what he's overall doing when it comes to investing, finance, and retirement. Scott, welcome in. What's going on? How are you, my friend? Episode one, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to chatting with you. So, uh, you know, obviously, if we're going to do a little getting to know you, I got to ask right off the bat, what's with the title? Can you explain a little bit to us about what we're doing here? Yeah, man. Leaving the job. I mean, that's that's really as, you know, my firm and practice has developed over the years and we've crafted out this expertise working with fire across the country. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what they all call it. Um, You know, as you know, most of my clients know I'm a longtime military guy. We never call, we don't call the military the job. But if you talk right. to a lot of guys around the firehouse, that's what they talk about. They say, hey, how many years you got on the job? How many years you got left on the job? Mm-hmm. You know, eventually that'll turn into, you know, their last last ride, last call, whatever they call it in, in their department. And mm-hmm. it, it's, hey, I'm leaving the job at the end of this year. So that's just kind of how they talk about it. It's nice. how we got talking about it with, with clients. And so that's what we're here to do, teach you how to build wealth and leave the job. There you go. Well, so let's kind of focus in on that a little bit. So obviously you've, you've had this practice, you've been helping people, uh, people, you know, plan for retirement, uh, working their way through and their investment details and financials. Uh, how did you, you said you kind of carved out this niche. How'd you kind of move into that uh, specific area? Is it just kind of your passion from being a military guy or is it just something family or what got you going down that road? Yeah. Great question. I mean, you know, like I said, I've been in the army for over 18 years. My, my brother is a former firefighter and, and and so it's, you know, that service side definitely runs through our veins, I think. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, candidly, I was teaching workshops in the Toledo, Ohio area and just coincidentally had some retiring firefighters come to those, you know, tax planning and retirement planning workshops I was teaching. Gotcha. Okay. And just through those discussions, got introduced to, you know, a lot more of the same kind of guys and girls. And then it just kind of grew from there where, you know, this turned into the first responders advisor. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's really been an awesome thing the past handful of years. And I do think it's, you know, we're all cut from the same cloth. I mean, you know, as an infantry guy, we would always say, Hey, we run to the sound of gunfire. Same for our police, you know, our fire folks run into the burning building yeah, while everyone else sure. is running out. So I do think there is just a certain amount of connection that comes from being cut from the same cloth and having some not identical, but, yeah. uh, you know, similar life and career experiences that, that tend to still bond us. So well, that's awesome, um, there's a little man. bit of that uh, brotherhood and sisterhood that comes 
with that clientele that, uh, again, has just grown into great friendships and uh, a great practice over the years. So it's and, awesome. And I think that makes a huge difference, right? Like in an age where everybody and their brother can call themselves a financial professional uh, or a financial advisor, it's the term right now just seems to be kind of added to uh, just about everything, right? Sometimes carving out a, a bit more of a, a unique area really, I think, is very special and it appeals to people who are going to be in those veins. Now, that doesn't say, I'm sure you probably help other folks in other walks of life as well, but this sure. obviously this is where you've kind of uh, gravitated towards. And my, uh, my uncle just passed away not too long ago, but he was actually the fire chief in Virginia Beach for about 20 mm. years or so. And so certainly uh, everyone that came out for his uh, for his funeral, was it was pretty touching to see he hadn't been uh, the fire chief for a number of years, and it was a huge, a huge production. And, and so, yeah, I get what you're talking about with that camaraderie. My daughter's in service, and uh, so we've got a family legacy there as well. So very cool that you're focusing on that. Yeah, I mean, those relationships run deep, so I'm not surprised to hear that, uh, you know, from your uncle, God, God rest him, but mm. uh, and thank you for him and his family service, but... Yeah, I mean it's uh it's it's pretty cool where you know there's some those relationships run deep. I mean, yeah. you know there's a lot of these guys when they call each other it's like it doesn't matter what's going on, we'll pick up the phone for each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. um you know it's it's cool it's neat to be tied into into the community for sure. Well, I host a uh, I host a veterans podcast as well called Untold Valor where we talk with a lot of soldiers and military just about the transition on the struggle mm. sometimes of switching back over and and dealing with some of the things that have been happening to our veterans like you know addiction or homelessness uh, just you know the differences in coming out of of the service and and what it's like being back in normal life and how you can kind of feel a little different so certainly understand all those kind of connections, but we'll uh, we'll certainly dive into more of those kinds of concepts and more of those kinds of thoughts as we're getting more into this new podcast. But for right now, let's focus a little bit on you and the firm a little bit. So obviously what you do as a financial coach, as a financial professional, you know, it, it carries a heavy weight as well. There's a, a real responsibility. Now, it sounds like you're a fun guy and you like to have some fun and we want to be certainly informational and educational here on the podcast. But at the same time, what you do is also heavily important because you're dealing with people's forever money, right? Their retire money. Uh, what does it mean to you? What kind of got you there to begin with in this uh, particular field? Yeah, good question. I mean, it's definitely a very serious business with what we do here. Yeah. I mean, what got me into it to be candid, uh, two things really. I mean, one, my dad, hardest working guy I've ever met, um, awesome. you know, always kind of struggled throughout his career and, uh, to one die in the automotive industry, you know, just mm, grew up okay. in a blue collar town and, right. you know, watching him just kind of struggle as the economy struggled, but still, still saving, still putting food on the plate, you know, for us growing up, you know, there was like one moment where I was like, well, that I remember asking for some money. Uh, it was like three twenty-five mm-hmm. to go to the Fox theater and watch a movie with my friends. <laughs> he, he like legit opened his wallet to show me. And he was so heartbroken that he's like, I don't have any money to give you. Oh, and that was like man. the first time I realized, man, we're kind of poor. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that stayed with you and, clearly. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that shaped forever yeah. my view on on what I wanted to do with my career and my relationship with money. Uh, and then another interaction with um, my dad later on, it was, so my, my oldest daughter was born in 2007. Okay. Uh, and so 2009, my second daughter was born and dad and I were talking about the girls and they're going to start getting older and, um, you know, start getting into soccer or whatever. And, and I remember my dad just looking at me and talking about how, you know, the, the great, uh, financial recession just wiped them out. And, you know, I had been studying finance for a little bit on my own to take care of my own household. And, and so I was kind of confused with what was happening. And, yeah. The, and the 07, short, the uh, 07, 08 
uh, advisor, real bad coach who didn't provide any planning and leadership for him. And, and they got really, really okay. negatively impacted. Yeah. And so you fast forward a couple of years further, I got home from Afghanistan after being deployed there for a year and had had two kind of concurrent civilian and military careers going at the same time, being a national guardsman. And I got back from overseas and just like the combination of that stuff going on with my dad and and then my own family growing. Um, and then last but not least, my own experience with my own uh, financial advisor, I got home from overseas, fired him and said, I'm, I'm going to do this for a living because- wow. It, it, there's just such a need for financial leadership mm-hmm. and coaching out there. And the industry is just full of salesmen and saleswomen. And that just really bothered me. So that's really what motivated me to get into it, get into the coaching, and then eventually the retirement planning, wealth management, advising side of the house. Um, and then ultimately landed me here. Um, so nice. Yeah. Just a lot of those personal experiences really shaped my individual relationship with planning and investment management, all those things drove me to, to, to make it, you know, my vocational purpose in life. So. Well, and I think, you know, I mean, obviously as humans, that's what life is all about, right? The things we experience shape us into who we move into next, right? We're hopefully you're, we're never settling. We're never, uh, just, you know, being static, right? We're always moving forward, uh, into something and those things certainly happen. And so you're talking about the, uh, the 0708, you know, 09 downturn, financial downturn is it caused a lot of problems for your dad, uh, like it did for a lot of people. So, I mean, again, makes perfect sense and certainly understand why you kind of went in that direction. What is it you like most about it, Scott? Like, so you've done the military thing, you know, you've obviously been in those kinds of situations. This is a totally different animal. Now, again, it's still very important, like we talked about, but you know, what is it that you like about doing it? it for some of the advisors I talk to, sometimes it's the puzzle solving, right? Like everybody is truly unique. Like there's all these universal things we'll talk about on the show coming up, uh, you know, over the next however many episodes that these universal things that apply to us all like taxation, right? And social security and so on and so forth. Uh, pensions, if you, if you have those or whatever the case might be. But some guys say they like to do the puzzles. Some folks say they like to just meet people or work with people. Some say they just want to see that look on someone's face when they help them realize their goal. What is it for you that uh, you like most? Dude, great question. It, it's all about the people and it's all about, especially this place of fire community, Okay, just getting them to leave the job with confidence. I mean, there's so much fear and anxiety that goes into retirement for many folks. Um, but helping them leave the job where, where day one of retirement is filled with confidence versus chaos, it is the best professional feeling. Nice. You know, and, and like I said, I mean, my background coming from the military uh, and coming from working in senior management for some Fortune 150 companies like corporate objectives, military objectives, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, as an infantry guy, as an infantry officer, I just always loved being around the dudes. I love the soldiers, love taking care of the boots on the ground. Okay. As those careers were progressing, again, that's what kind of drew me in this direction is just being able to impact people at a very personal level, impact their marriage in a positive way, their their next generation to what they pass to their kids in a positive way. It's a very, very uh, special duty that I get to fulfill for these folks. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. It sounds like you know, all your life, really, the call to serve has been there, you know, in some form or fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. there. You got to answer the call. Yeah. There you go. I like that. Well, let's, uh, let's transition a little bit here. So we talked a little bit about the business and a little bit about why you do what you do. Let's talk about you a little bit. Now I, I got to ask, cause you mentioned wanting to go to the Fox theater and you mentioned your dad being the tool and die guy. Where'd you grow up? So I, I was born in Southern California. Okay. 
And uh, at the age of three and a half, my dad, with some motivation from some family issues from his end, wanted to to move out east. Mm-hmm. And he took a job in Toledo, Ohio. So I grew up in, I consider Toledo home. Okay. You know, my wife is okay. from here. My All my kids are here. And yeah, so Toledo's home. Gotcha. But, uh, you know, being born, born in Southern California, I always had a reason to, to go back and visit. So um, still love that side of the, the country as well. It's beautiful out there. Well, I was asking because obviously there's Fox Theaters everywhere, but I, I was... Uh, raised for a number of years just outside of Metro Detroit, which isn't far from Toledo at all. And yep. uh, there's a Fox Theater there. So I was wondering if you were going to say, you know, in the Metro Detroit area or not. So I was like, oh, okay, we got a little something going on right there. But uh, that's okay. Now this, uh, this Fox Theater turned into a parking lot later on. Yeah, they I, think, the I think they all do, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it tells you a little bit about the side of town I came from. So yeah, eventually it turned uh, back into a parking lot. So so did your did your dad, where'd your dad work at? In, uh, in the uh, one of the big three? Um, well, he was always in uh, like the tier two, tier three automotive suppliers. Okay. So they would do like uh, the the tooling and and what have you for uh, some of the supplied parts. Oh, okay. So that gotcha. and and that's part of why you know it gave him a lot of challenges because he he was never uh, in the union, never had that you know protection, and and mm. so at those the further you get from the big three, you know the more volatility a lot of those companies see, and he was yeah. always you know, kind of victim to that to be yeah. candid. So again, that's that effect, you know, who you became and, and obviously wanting to help folks avoid the volatility, right? So there's a lot that we'll get into those conversations when it comes to, you know, planning for retirement, getting to and through it, all those good things. But uh, back to you just a little bit. What's uh? you said you got a couple of, couple of girls. What's your, what's a good weekend look like for you? What's an ideal weekend look like for Scott? Well, we we talked about a couple girls, but I didn't give you the full story. Oh, okay, I actually have okay. seven daughters. Holy so, uh, moly! Uh, at, at, at this point here in 2023, I mean, there's 16 down to six. Um, Andrea and I, we had four biological girls, and then in January of 2023, we adopted three girls from Hungary. So wow. we got a full brood there. Again, that was uh, it's a, one other example. I think for us as a family, we just felt uh, felt that that call to serve in terms of meeting the needs of. Of those girls and wow. so um, well hats off yeah. sir. so busy busy family um so ideally i mean dude this weekend was a perfect weekend almost perfect i'll say notre dame lost to ohio state <laughs> on the last play of the game but my whole family was over at the head right outside the pool had the campfire going and drinking some some cool october fast and watching football i got to golf on friday like that it was a perfect weekend that's all awesome. other than we didn't stop Ohio State just short of the goal line. So gotcha. that was it was four inches away from being a perfect weekend. I okay. Love that. All right. Well, that's pretty good. And, and kudos and hats off to you and the missus. Wow. That is, uh, I have one daughter. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't imagine seven. She she was a handful as an, in it as it was. And as I mentioned, she's in the Navy now um, and uh, super proud of who she's become. But boy, I couldn't imagine dealing with uh, six more versions of her. <laughs> that yeah. Been. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you just eventually get give up as a parent, but, uh, and lower your expectations out of yourself. But no, I think in all candidness, it's, it's more so like Lord of the flies. They start raising each other. There's like these little micro communities when you have that many oh, kids. That's, so I'm sure it's, uh, yeah. it's pretty funny. I'm sure that's the case. Well, let's, uh, let's do a couple more questions here on this getting to know you podcast, this initial podcast here, uh, of the show. And, uh, what are you kind of hoping people will take away from this, Scott? What's your, what do you want to share with folks? Yeah. I mean, really the big thing I hope people take away is that, you know, they, they can get a lot more out of their retirement than they probably think they can. I hope that they get enough education and information that they're empowered to partner with somebody or do it on their own in a way that they, 
again, leave the job and hit day one of retirement with a ton of confidence. Um, confidence that they know they're not going to run out of money. They know they're going to be paying less in taxes. They know if they die, there's a good plan for their spouse and their kids, et cetera. So we're going to cover a lot of those topics. Um, you know, I want to have fun while we're doing it. We're going to get into some some technical details at time, but uh, you know, ultimately we want people to feel educated, empowered to make good financial uh, decisions for them and their family. There's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of bad actors out there. There's a lot of salesmen out there who are not going to put our folks' interest first. They're going to put their own interest first. That's not going to happen here. Um, so I'm excited to be able to share a lot of good information to really empower people that if they're working with somebody, they can ask some tough questions and make sure that they're working with a fiduciary, with somebody who's got their interests at heart, get them to a position where they're making good decisions and able to take action. So, so many times we see people overwhelmed, so they do nothing and you can do nothing for a long time and then eventually it's going to bite you. Um, so we want people to feel informed, provide them with resources, community, uh, and give them an opportunity to connect with each other, connect with us, and, and make good decisions for them and their family. Well, fantastic. Great information. Great conversation to kick things off here. Now, I suppose I should say, since we were talking about the perfect weekend, Scott, that uh, we're taping this a little bit before we're actually going to launch the podcast. We're going to have a couple recorded and get those out. So uh, if you're listening and thinking about that perfect weekend, you're thinking, man, it's awful cold for a perfect weekend <laughs> that Scott was describing <laughs> out by the pool. Uh, we didn't quite tape it in January when you will initially hear this launched, but we taped it just a little bit before that. But uh, that's going to do it this week for the podcast. Thanks for hanging out here with us on Leaving the Job, the premier financial podcast for firefighters with Scott Osborne, the firefighters advisor at Patriot Wealth Planners. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple or Spotify or YouTube. And you can find all the information at retirefirefighter.com. That's retirefirefighter.com. Or you can book some time with Scott at callosborne.com. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.